Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... My lab partner's a genie-us. My lab in, partner's a genie-us. The, the us is in, uh, in brackets. <laughs> in brackets. Yeah, okay, yeah. I like it. There we I like, go. I like that especially because the us could be like drawn on a whiteboard, on a, on a blackboard yeah. in chalk, and it's like a, an, an equation. Yes. I like yeah. that. <laughs> and uh, that title was given to us by Ross underscore originals. Thank you for that title, Ross. Yeah, thanks, Ross. Um, we're doing Saturday morning cartoons, so that is a very Saturday morning cartoon idea. Yeah. Um, it opens up loads of possibilities for episodic adventures. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Oh, friendly old parents and all sorts of uh, yeah. Saturday morning cartoons involved in a, in a child at school who mm. is who is struggling and, oh, oh, I can't wait. Science and magic yeah. crossed over. Oh, I love it. It's, uh, it's incredible. So Saturday morning cartoons, this episode going out on a Saturday morning, maybe. Yeah, if I'm not really tired. <laughs> It'll go out on a Saturday morning. Um, <laughs> if not, are... ironically, Sunday. I'm just <laughs> I'm just, just coming straight off editing the Disney episode. Oh, joy. Which, uh, you know, as you'll have, you'll recognise, was quite long. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you to Ross who gave us that title. Uh, remember, you can go to social media, uh, our facebook.com forward slash Life's a Bitch podcast and tweet us at Life's a Pitch Show to give us titles so we can pitch those movies, or in this case, animated series mm. aired on a Saturday morning yes. for children who are awake way before their parents are. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, the freedom. The mm. freedom. You can watch Saturday morning, car- morning cartoons or you can play N64 over your cereal. Oh, yeah. You oh. can go, go downstairs and your Sonic... Sonic the hedgehog pajamas. Yeah. Sit down. Play some Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Oh, Eating happiest days of my life. Munching on Cheerios. Best days of my life. <laughs> Best days of my life. So, shall we go through some honourable mentions? I think so. I have absolutely no pun for you. No. For, for the Saturday morning. You can think of these as the toy adverts in between. I don't know. <laughs> The adverts for toys? I normally or... say trailers before the main feature, but this just doesn't work. You can think of these as stuff you've heard in the playground. Yes. About sure. about something that's on in America, but not in the UK yeah, yet, they, or vice versa. There you go, perfect. <laughs> so, the, the here, should we go through some, some playground rumours? Some hearsay mentions. <laughs> It's about some cheat codes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you press, if you stand in the corner and press down, down, left, up, start, <laughs> then uh, you you get an extra. You, the Gex gets a hat. Yeah, Laura Croft has a baby. <laughs> a baby that she carries for the carries around in her arms for the rest of the rest yeah, of yeah. the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Once, right? I pressed A B B B X. Uh, in Lara Croft and she got married to me <laughs> she got now she got we're ma- happily married now we're happily married wait, wait, wait hang on hang on that, that raises more questions <laughs> than answers well yeah we're, we're happily married she's at my house <laughs> can I come and see her well the playstation's turned off the, the, the house is in Canada the house is in Canada <laughs> Oh yeah, no, there was another cheat where I transported the house to Canada and that's that's where Laura Croft lives. Now I'm homeless. My, my wife Laura she's Croft. She's taken everything. <laughs> she's taken she's taken the kids. She's taken the PlayStation, the kids, the house. It's all in Canada now. <laughs> And then you you come to school the next day like with a full beard <laughs> it's very unkempt <laughs> with a hip flask <laughs> you're like eight <laughs> and then it's just swinging on whiskey sorry I'm not paying attention to this squares or circles dilemma I'm I'm going through a messy divorce <laughs> I should never have I should never have done that cheat <laughs> should never have cheated so, from 
Captain Eden, the queer buccaneer, we've got Lil Daleks. <laughs> Lil Daleks. Okay, this is like Muppet Babies, but yeah. <laughs> in the Doctor Who universe, I'm the wrong way around. Yeah. <laughs> so we we have. Um, I think I think the concept for this is is the Doctor from Doctor Who has taken in a load of these little little baby Daleks. Okay. Uh, in order to to sort of grow a new Dalek empire based on love and, yes. and compassion. And 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 it's and it's but. Very much like Muppet Babies or mm. um, what's uh, Lil? What was it like? Babies? What was the other one? Lil Rascals. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about like there was another Babies one. It's like oh, um, I'm sure Looney Tunes. Did yeah, it as Looney, well. yeah, so, but but importantly, mm. point being that in Lil Daleks we only ever see Jodie Whittaker's legs. Yes, and 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 she's like, no way, no how, you're getting into trouble today. And these Daleks are <laughs> but always. But I want to kill. Exterminate, yeah. Goo goo gaga. They're all struggling with their nature of being like <laughs> killing ki- machines, like, killing machines, and trying to take over the world. Right. <laughs> so it's kind of Pinky in the Brain. It's yeah. kind of like they go out and get into trouble, but end up learning a lesson about compassion in in the meantime. Yeah. yeah. So they go out and they're like. Okay, okay, uh, Dalek sec. Hello, Dalek Khan. What are we doing today? Today we will try to take over Earth's broadcasting networks. <laughs> no, it's got to be baby-themed stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like, today we shall murder everyone at the sweet shop. <laughs> today we will, yeah. Okay, so yeah, they're saying Earth's greatest resource. The sweet shop, and sort of uh, like I want a lollipop. <laughs> so they go in, and they're like, not they're not going in to try and murder everyone. They're going in to try and take over the place. Yeah, yeah. So they like come up with this contrived Doctor Who plan <laughs> where they like uh, they find a way to like because they're, they're good scientists. They're, yeah, they're yeah. better scientists than they are babies. <laughs> so like. <laughs> I, I've always wanted to hear that sentence. <laughs> so they 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 contrive like a sweet that they put in and they give as a present. They're like, "Go go gaga here, Mister Sweet Shop owner, we made you a cake." <laughs> and then um, they like he eats it and it's like got a, a, a like a technological implant or some kind of fungus that grows in his brain or just some Doctor Who plot thing right that like some really like evil Doctor Who plot thing that like then they but the problem is then right they take over the sweet shop they're getting ready to eat all the sweets and then someone comes in to buy sweets and to to cover up they have to try and start running the sweet shop and they're like this is very hard work (laughs) like and they start and then Jenny Whittaker comes in and goes well you you did you've got to learn responsibility (laughs) Well, yeah, they, they they basically like end up crying their way home to the doctor <laughs> and saying it was too hard work. I'm sorry, we left. Can you fix this, doctor? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, Yeah, I'll just use my sonic screwdriver to to turn off the the mechanical implant in the in the in the sweet shop owner's head. I love how there's just no stakes to this at all. It's well, just yeah. a Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> it's great. It's like Brum. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, no stakes whatsoever. But <laughs> yeah, but they they always every every week they get into another another bit of trouble, and and they end up they end up learning a lesson. The thing is, it's one of those things where it's like the funny thing is, it's one of those things like the Alien Saturday morning cartoon or the uh, the Starship Troopers Saturday morning cartoon, where it's based on an existing sort of live action thing. Yeah, that. <laughs> The funny thing about this is, unlike Alien and Starship Troopers, which aren't meant for kids, yeah. Doctor Who is just a kids' TV show anyway. <laughs> well, but also, but also, okay. Also, instead of having like you know how how dialects have like laser gun plunger, mm. yeah, right. In this case, the la- the thing that has the laser gun has a little grabby hand, yeah, and the plunger is their gun. <laughs> <laughs> They yes. fire it out, and then yeah. it's got a little line on it. It's yeah. got a little wire sticks on it, so they can pull so stuff. So they can pull right, a yeah. sweet a sweet jar off or whatever, you know. Just... <laughs> that's that's how they work. Oh, that's or, great. Or maybe each one has a different like attachment. So one of them's got like a, a rubber duck on the end of a, a on the end of a string, so you can tell them apart. It's like they're all, all they're all characterized differently. One yep. of them one of them likes painting, so they've got a paintbrush on the end. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh. yeah. Uh... 
It's like Little Tots. Yeah. Tots TV. Tots TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of them's French. They, they were, yeah, one so of them, you can one learn French. French. Yeah, one of them's just French. Yeah. French dialect. <laughs> I like this one. I think they should make it. J'adore murder. <laughs> so from Delphin at Delph- the Delphin Clutch, we've got the littlest hooligan. The littlest hooligan? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So is this going to be like a football hooligan? I, I think this is this is very much sort of I'm getting Beano vibes. Is this okay? So is this, this an attempt to try and get kids who are brought up to be football hooligans? Yeah. On side, like, oh, we we're going to try and get them sort of like watching this show. Yeah. So we can try and teach them lessons, actual life lessons, but also. Engage with the with, with football culture. Yeah, yeah. Like, or are we doing like Dennis the Menace, where that's that that would be a sort of like a. a is, is, are we going to make then therefore make light of? Well, I said that like Dennis the Menace does. Yeah. Of ca- causing chaos in the community, are we painting the? Are we painting society as an oppressive force mm. in this, so that the hooligan shakes up the adults' hegemony? Yeah. Or are we, what What are we doing? Ooh, I. I, I like the first idea of sort of trying to sort of curb uh, football violence. <laughs> so we've got a political agenda. We've got a political agenda yeah. to this, uh, much like the, the Reaganomics of Transformers. <laughs> um, we, uh, we've got a political agenda to this, and this is just sort of like we, the, the government's seen a load of a load of increase in like football-related uh, yeah. violent crime, yeah, 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 and stuff like that. So we've got we've got to cut this out of the roots and it's by uh, surprisingly young people it's like 15 to 17 year olds for some reason six year olds sure why Um, (laughs) like we we all we've all seen the footage of of away fans in Spain those six year olds yeah well they haven't even grown hair yet (laughs) all red in the face yeah 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 they're all they're all babies all big babies they look look like babies don't they all these six year olds yeah chanting in unison throwing (laughs) bricks Fucking bricks at waiting staff. Yeah, and and I, I, I don't know. All all of them got their little bottles out. A lot of them look like babies sucking yeah. on their bottles. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You're not wrong. Um, so yeah, what's happened is it doesn't even have to be real, right? <laughs> the perception among the public yeah, is, yeah. is that all children, these babies are doing. Yeah, the babies are doing <laughs> violence, and so the BBC's been given a remit. <laughs> <laughs> to curb that I love stop the, babies being violent in football the person who get, receives this <laughs> remit for the government is like well, wait hang on <laughs> this is a joke right and the government's like no no, no a lot the, of babies being very violent in the streets they're we all babies we saw them it, we saw, we've seen your, you've seen the footage no, they're, they're fully grown men no. no. Look, he's sucking on his little bottle. For fully grown men are, are responsible <laughs> and and have have you know decorum when <laughs> when they go out uh, when they go to a foreign to country a, to a sporting event to yeah. a, or to any sporting event. Yeah, uh, we all know this. We all know it's the kids that are the problem. Yeah, yeah, uh, must be. Because so, they, they clearly haven't learned yet that yeah. you don't throw bricks at wait staff. Our minds can't fathom an adult doing that. Yeah, yeah. So now we have to... So we've got this political agenda. We have to make a cartoon, <laughs> a Saturday morning cartoon about a kid who is like... Whose dad is like, Oh, Gordon, throw that brick at that, that waiter. And the kid's like, All right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then that's the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Roger, Roger Kicker. Roger Kicker, the Roger littlest Kicker, hooligan. the littlest hooligan. All right. Who is uh, who is uh, indeterminate age? Yep. In some in some cartoons, he looks like a forty year old man. <laughs> in others, he looks like a, like a three year old baby he's, in a diaper. Basically, he's a baby in a diaper. Yeah. Except he's got a flat cap on. Yeah. And just. Little crow's feet around his eyes. Yeah. Baby in every other aspect apart from the eyes. <laughs> That's so disturbing. <laughs> in like Saturday morning cartoon form as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really creepy. <laughs> That's like uh, celebrities with Steve Buscemi eyes. <laughs> yeah. That so he's got, of... the, he's got the bulging baby belly. Yeah, yeah. He's got the little arms. Yeah. 
walks around with her arm with his arms flailing about got the bottle yep and then uh, got a little got a little uh, football scarf yeah yeah oh actually no you know what it's a, it's a short football it's a, it's a football shirt so it's too small yeah so the belly the baby belly just out out, out underneath pops. it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then um uh, a little little bottle but it's not you're not used, it's green so you can't quite tell whether it's a milk bottle or a beer bottle <laughs> yep and then just yeah as i said main looks mainly like a baby but just, <laughs> just little so, crow's feet at the sides of the eyes. Little hints. One extra little line underneath. There's a bag, bag under the eyes. Well, that is, um, it's real creepy. Like, <laughs> but like, occasionally during episodes, it it looks at the camera like, I fucking know. <laughs> I know it's creepy. I know. I know this is creepy, right? <laughs> it's it's got that little bit of intelligence which like you'll find is really scary in yeah. some things. Like I know you said it about the, the old ladies in Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Like where they look and they're just like, Oh Yeah, they got, they're, they're, pl- they're, they're planning something. They're planning something, yeah. they're dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Um like uh yeah, and it's it's like that look in their eyes where oh, it's yeah. like, Oh, I can fucking murder someone. <laughs> um <laughs> So I, I guess the question is, what? How does this show try to curb that behaviour? We just put moral lessons at the end of everything. So, okay. so like when 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 uh, Roger Kicker throws a throws a brick at a foreign waiting, or well, not foreign because it's in Spain or yeah. something like that, just throws a thing at a Spanish waiter. The Spanish waiter catches it yeah. in midair uh, and goes. No, <laughs> don't this do it. This is, is wrong. This is unacceptable. You met and like looks at the camera. It's like you may feel sometimes as though to be part of the crowd, you have to go <laughs> with what what people are doing. Yeah, but no, when the danger is at other people's expense, yeah, uh, you come across as just a fucking fool. <laughs> well, what about how about this? Right, this will be World Cup. Yeah. Right. The world is the world. World Cup is 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 played all in one country, right? Yeah. 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 So, um, the World Cup, and it is a big group, a big family, a, a, you know, just a, a huge group of England fans. Yeah. Right. Are off to, uh, are off to you know wherever it is, Spain. Yeah. Right? Lil Lil Hooligan. <laughs> Kevin Kicker jo- Roger Kicker Roger Kicker gets left behind in the crowds this is why you said Kevin <laughs> right is it yeah. a little bit Roger yeah. Kicker gets left behind in the crowds right so now he's in with the the big boys the, no he's in with the the opposing team's crowd oh right and he starts learning lessons mm. and making friends among them. So when he's now confronted with this big wall army of, yeah. of, of hooligans throwing things and being real rude, he has to use his, his wiles, the things he's learned from his, from his hooligan parents and hooligan <laughs> family yeah. to, to stop them. Yeah, you know, to, to 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 create a kind of peace. There you go. And so, like you, you every every week we have a situation where it's a different country. Yeah. So we have so it's Roger the same Kicker. Same story. Well, kind of. Yeah. We have Roger Kicker trying to save the, <laughs> trying to save his new friends, learning about a new country. Yeah. Here's the only problem. Mm. I don't know how we orchestrate that Roger Kicker gets left behind every week. Well, I mean, they do it with Home Alone. Yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, <laughs> four times if you think about it. Not the same kid. Not the same kid, but <laughs> but they they do bring it up in the second one. It's like this happened again. Maybe 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 Roger Kicker is like in a wheelchair, mm. and his family just don't care. Yeah, like just they're they're that bad people because yeah. they they are the villains of this piece, yeah, right? Yeah. So. He's in a wheelchair. They rush off to go and assault the assault the ticket staff who are waiting at the at the at the uh, grounds. Yeah, they're gonna they get the stadium. They're gonna uh, work in. And Rogers looks like, all right, flipping heck. Let me come on. Let me yeah. keep up. Um, but there's a crowd, obviously, so can't. Mm. And therefore, we end up with it, like how how Roger Kicker is is constantly learning about. Essentially, goes on tourism holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the thing with quite a lot of hooligans. 
like quite a lot of them sort of back in the day i'm pretty sure it's the same case now is that they wouldn't even be allowed to go to the matches Mm. like this is the thing like um (laughs) funnily enough the film the football factory uh starring danny dyer right um like they don't even go to the matches they just dress in the uniform for a team yeah if, if they see another sort of group of people who are also banned from from the matches yeah um then they will just start a fight in the street about it like i think there's a bit of the of the film where there's a game going on yeah they're nowhere near the stadium they're just in an alleyway fighting each other they're just not interested in the football are they? no <laughs> not no, interested no, in football but it is the culture it's part of that culture that uh, is bizarre to me mm-hmm. but yeah i like the idea of this kid getting left behind or some just some bit some way in some way shape or form maybe even just on purpose yeah deciding that this is their opportunity to instead of participating in, in front like co- frontline combat yeah in an alleyway somewhere yeah to see a new culture <laughs> yeah yeah well, imagine yeah <laughs> see a new culture and learn from the experience yeah yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. and each time he's, <laughs> each time he's just got to orchestrate a way to avert this enormous fight yeah and each time like in Germany like they pour an enormous stein of beer <laughs> over them from the roof so it washes both sides away yeah um, like in uh, every week it's his family that uh, that are like they're, 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 the, yeah, they're the villains yeah, they're they the blast villains. off again yeah, yeah and, but they don't know it's him yeah, that's behind it yeah 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 because every single time he's dressed in a different yeah. like in France he's like got a beret and a moustache <laughs> and like yeah good old um, Kevin Kicker in, in uh, Norway he's got a Vikings helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. It teaches it teaches hooligans about the culture of the I mean, the things that we have outlined are essentially the things that you already learn, which is stereotypes. Yeah. What we would like to do, mm. if we knew more about the individual countries and had time to learn it, yeah. are non-stereotypical learn uh, stuff about the, the society, like how Germany is very keen on recycling, yeah. or how, like, you know, just, just different stuff yeah, yeah. that, like, you don't necessarily know if you haven't been to the country. It's, it, like, that's the majority of the episode, and then it always ends with them using using what they've learned yeah. to, to take down their family. Exactly. So, yeah. and, and actually, it couldn't, you could do, you could squeeze more out of it than just a single country right yeah because it could be like well today like i don't know if you ever saw like go outside Mm. um the uh pippin yeah 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 yeah. um which is like where she just takes her private plane that she flies she's a pilot with a dog it's great yeah yeah. she just takes her her private polka dot plane and just lands it next to a factory just to find out how toothpaste where, where toothpaste comes from yeah yeah uh, it's, it's just like that, and so so you can find out about like oh how is IKEA furniture made and yeah. then they they they're in Sweden and so they, in this episode of the, that one they like use IKEA furniture to 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 block the way or whatever. So those are all our honourable mentions. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week. We've had quite a lot of uh, responses. It was yeah, it was a slow burn this week. We got a few days in and I was like oh man. Yeah, haven't had many yet, and then suddenly over the last like day or so, it's just been like. <laughs> yeah, thank you to everyone who retweeted it. Yes, I think, uh, yeah, thanks that's, for the retweets. Yeah, that really does help. So uh, if you see if you see one next week, go up, um, retweet it. Uh, yes, we've got a lot just... of brand new brand new um, faces uh, giving us titles this week. Yeah, yeah, which uh, we always we always love to see. We always love to see new people. So if you're listening out there and you think, oh, maybe I shouldn't, just do it. Yeah, it doesn't we matter. Just, we just love reading them. Um, so, and, and maybe if you don't want your name read out, just say in brackets, don't want my name read out. Don't read my name out, but just, use the title. Yeah, just it's use fine. the title, yeah. Um, so now we move on to our final major pitch, which is from Ross underscore Originals, and it is called My Lab Partner's a Genie. My Lab Partner's a Genie. Okay, so. A genie, us. A Genie. Brackets, us, yes. Yeah. So, this is going to be obviously school based because yeah. lab partner, mm-hmm. but I like, I, I already have, I can see the title in my head yeah. because of that blackboard with white chalk. Yeah. Not that anyone uses those anymore, but you know, go with it. But it's on a school board written, my lab partner is a genie, and then 
brackets us and it's got lots of pluses and minuses next to it to yeah. try and make it the genius bit into a, an equation almost yeah and i i kind of like the idea that this kid uh, accidentally like you know in the in the intro where it's like little jane uh accidentally solved an impossible equation and out of the equation comes a genie sort of thing right yeah i also sort of had the image of the genie coming out of a bunsen burner sure like like a lamp kind of thing. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think before we get to the, she solved an equation. We then back in Arabia, <laughs> and then just do this really convoluted story of how of how the genie got from a lamp to a shoe to to, to like uh, a a box, um, and then eventually ended up in Fermat's last theorem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, the, like not not that, but like an unsolvable scientific mystery. Yes, yeah, and then just the genie was trapped in this Bunsen burner, and the only thing, like rubbing a lamp, it's got to be written on this board mm. or said out loud. Yeah, this theorem. Yeah, um, Fermat's last theorem, and then the genie pops out. Yeah, kind of, yeah. hello. Well, once it's the question, the thing is with Fermat is like it's it's not even yeah. It's when the, the when the solution is found because mm. you know this person like. Di- Okay, so here's the thing. I think this should be a scientist who died trying to solve. Anyone, oh, to try to solve this mystery, this, this, yes. this scientific mystery. Yeah, and they said that with their like dying thing, they wrote that they would uh, help whoever found it. You know, they, yeah. would, they would their eternal soul would be forever <laughs> grateful to whoever found the solution to this. Yeah, yeah, I like. Um... I wish I wish someone would just help me with this if if I if I ever did if uh, if someone ever solved this equation I'd be eternally I, grateful I'd be eternally grateful and would help them in their scientific endeavors forever yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's what he says on his deathbed so, in the opening of this cartoon yes <laughs> and uh, and and because because it was in a lab where he yeah. said this and then an explosion happened, that Bunsen burner from that magical Bunsen yeah, burner yeah, trapped his soul in it. Yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and um, so yeah, you've got this this character who's you know voiced by Zendaya, yeah. who's doing the uh, <laughs> yeah, um, who who's like you know uh, this 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 you know pretty clever kid, but kind of almost not university clever just quite mm. clever cle- very clever for, for school age yes because right? we don't want it to be um, well I guess we have Dexter's lab and stuff right yeah. but, that's, but that, that plays in the, the evil villain mm. uh, the evil genius archetype I think I think she's interested in science yeah but by accident she just changes like a, a V into yeah. a W yeah because I think we want this character to be relatable yeah um, like, like yeah. She, she just doodling on the board and manages yeah. to, to fix it and then out of this Bunsen burner comes oh my god uh, who, who is playing the genie <laughs> I mean it's easy to say Robin Williams <laughs> uh, or, or Will Smith in this day and age well what uh, a, I think maybe you know like Alan Tudyk would work in that sort of yeah. way um, um, the King Candy kind of vibe yeah, yeah, yeah. like or, hello or even just like you know doing a, 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 a sort of like expressive ah, I'm, a, I'm a scientist guy <laughs> You've got to have a live wire. Yeah. Whoever. Someone high energy. Yeah. High energy genie. Someone who's going to shake up the humdrum lives of these <laughs> of, of, of this suburban this suburban sort of town. Yeah, yeah. Because I think in order to make this work, because remember, like the concept behind like something like fair, we're taking inspiration from like fair fair fairy odd parents. Yeah, yeah. Fairly odd parents. Fairly odd parents. Fairly odd. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's fairy. Yeah. Because they're fairies. Odd parents, fairly odd parents. Uh, listeners, they're, they're write fairy, in. They're fairy, god, they're fairy godparents. But we can't be bothered to yeah, Google this um, shit. <laughs> write in if, yeah, you, if you know the answer. They're fairy odd parents. I think that's it. Um, it. It could be a Mandela effect. Could be. But yeah. either way, right? <laughs> like that show. Yeah. Um, like fairy odd parents, I think we want these. Th- this 
scientist not to understand the culture he's helping with. Yeah. So it has to be... My initial hunch was that it was from, like, the Age of Steam, where suddenly, like, everything was, like, you know, uh, where everything was absolutely, like, being being invented and stuff. But... I'm now coming to it and thinking, well, what if it's an ancient Greek scientist? Or what if an ancient Egyptian scientist? Or what if it's a sort of, you know, what if it is someone who is coming up with those very early equations, but was absolute an absolute genius of the time? Yeah. Like, well ahead of their time, to the point where they, um, that we, we, because we make up this ancient theorem, right? That has never been solved. Mm. Um, and it's like we, we can just make up this 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 random theorem that's maybe about the human soul or something like that. You know, like yeah. the calculation for the human soul. Yeah. So that we can a add magic into it. Yeah. B because uh, it's like an alchemical theorem. Yeah. Right. That that we can blend that with modern science. We can have therefore also if it's this like a, a ancient Greek. Um, sort of scientist the man out of time exactly we can have this like well, why don't we you know sort of kind like, of like a Yvonne of the Yukon kind of yeah, vibe yeah yeah absolutely so <laughs> he's, remember that show so when he comes to trying to help he's doing it wrong that's how we establish the, this this Saturday, Saturday uh, format for this right. Saturday morning and that's, that's what's causing the hijinks yes because this ancient Greek Scientist is is doing is doing what they would have done back in ancient Greece. Exactly. So it's like we've got to sacrifice six goats. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, if we don't please Zeus, how are we gonna? Go- <laughs> you know that sort of thing. Yeah, I, li- I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I thought. Genie's granted wishes. <laughs> well, I'm just a ghost. And yeah, we like. I mean, we could have it from. I'm. I'm it's weird because obviously. <laughs> Either way, with genies, we're we're culturally appropriating. Like, I don't know enough about, like, Middle Eastern mythology (laughs) or history to make this person from there at that time. Yeah. I know more about ancient Greek history. Yeah. But calling it a genie is already... But anyway... Point it's, be- it's very Saturday morning cartoon. Yes, yes. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't need anything, really, does it? Yeah. Uh, but like, I, I just wanted to acknowledge that before we moved on, because what we're describing is just a ghost coming out. Yeah, of it's a, a ghost burner. coming out of a Bunsen burner. It is. It's the ghost. It's. The, it is. But but I think like to perceive that as a genie is fair enough because he's yeah. like promised to to help. Yeah, you know he's bound to help by his word. Yeah, because uh, he's, he's said. <laughs> yeah, he said on his deathbed back in ancient Greece. Yes, uh, that he would he would promise to help the someone who who would solve this theorem for the human soul. Okay, so um, obviously these are cartoons, so they're not going to have too much of an overarching plotline. Yeah, but there should be something that moves on episodically, mm. whether or not that is like. Um, she's building something whether or not it should be that there is an evil ghost of some kind that's yeah. also been released in this way or well, there's, there's got to be an antagonist so I think what we're doing is pitching like the pilot episode for yeah, this, yeah, right? For sure. and and again it's sort of like the same thing happens every week yeah uh, just at a different location or yeah. like with a different lesson to yes. be learned um, I think maybe the antagonist is like we could have a Tesla and um <laughs> Uh, Edison, Edison situation where the person who was who was also profiting off uh, Alan Tudyk's work, you know, yeah, yeah. back in the day, was also there in that accident, yes. but caused it, and they both got caught up in this big explosion, and they both ended up getting released. But Edison, the Edison guy, is like obviously has gone and helped the mm. person with the most money in school. Yeah, who is is uh, someone who is oh, like the big bully, the preppy, the preppy person? Yeah, yeah. Who is like winning all the science fairs because they are they can buy all the parts and they they all that sort of thing, right? Yes, we're gonna play this up for yeah. laughs. So we've got the preppy kid who's like, oh, you you want him to sound like Lloyd Gresman, do you? Uh, my father says that he, my father <laughs> is uh, has recently commissioned a rocket that is going to go near space <laughs> yes yeah it's kid. shaped like a giant schlong <laughs> kid Bezos yeah that's his name Jif Jif Bezos Biff Jesus Biff Jesus 
We've got Zendaya and Biff Jesus. <laughs> Biff Jesus is played by, you know, one of your standard... Lloyd Grossman. Your... Yeah, sure, why not? Just um, Lloyd like, Grossman yeah, in. Yeah. Um, Zendaya's character, Jane. <laughs> yeah. Biff Jesus and Jane. Jane. <laughs> who doesn't have a surname. Um, w- w- Jane Wizzicks. <laughs> Jane Wizzicks. He's like wizardry and physics. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but like yeah the, you, you introduce Biff Jesus with like you know I ordered a, 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 a cappuccino you know is yeah, that yeah. sort of you know decaf non fat cappuccino damn it <laughs> damn it Clive my, my Clive Branson <laughs> my my associate my asso- my fellow classmate who always hangs out with me thinking about Rishi Rich again yeah um, as I am one to do <laughs> um, it is funny how having a specific coffee order has gone from being a re- the, the reserve of the rich and yeah. New York sort of people mm. uh, upstate New York sort of people to being a young person thing yeah, and, and a young and trendy person thing. Yeah, like that is weird to me because actually I was just thinking about that scene that we just made. Yeah, and it's like I ordered a cappuccino. I was like that's a normal thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is I a ordered, normal thing to do. I ordered a non-fat cap- decaf cappuccino. He's like uh, fairly health conscious. You know that's what? Not, not, that's not what we're singling anymore, is it? It's it's trickle down economics at work. Is it? If it, it, it happened. Did it? It happened, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because if if it didn't work, none of us would have a, a go-to coffee <laughs> I coffee order. I, th- I think it's more likely that like getting specific kinds of coffee became a became a thing that people <laughs> valued more. In, in, in uh, Matt, this is a Saturday classes. morning cartoon <laughs> made popular in the Reagan era. <laughs> so we are we are sticking, okay, with Reaganomics, okay, and, sure. and they are. They are unquestionably <laughs> the best thing to do. Yeah, yeah, okay. Fair uh, enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I was thinking like, oh, a coffee order, that's a stupid thing to have. And I was like, no, wait, I do have a coffee order. Yeah, we all have a coffee order nowadays. I Yeah, I, I go for a decaf mocha. Go for a decaf mocha, I because, go for an oat flat white. Ah, because the, the, de- the calf is too much for me. Yeah. And the coffee taste is too much for me. You, <laughs> However, hot chocolate, yeah. too much for me. I need a little bit of bitter, yeah. a little bit of sweet, oh. in, in possibly the most boring drink, <laughs> conceptually, that's ever been made. A, deca- a decaf mocha is the order of a person who cannot make up their mind. I I, I think <laughs> who, decaf... Who has no strong opinions either way. <laughs> it's the order of a centrist. <laughs> anyway, yeah. point being, mm. we need another way to... Well, we don't need to necessarily describe it, but I, I, I was wrong about the way of signalling someone who's picky and, and, and upper class being a coffee order. Yeah. I think there's another way of doing that. Well, um, it just it just signals that he's a dickhead, which we all are now. Yes. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe the we we use a um, they have a driver or something. You know, yes, they, they yeah. have a it, yeah. It tells a mistreat their driver. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing. He he tells his friend to go his level to yeah. go get this yeah, cafe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's fair. Cafe order. And he's and 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 they're sweating. Yeah. They're sweating and they've come. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and like um or like I'm sorry, boss. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Biffy. Biffy Jesus. Yeah. I'm sorry, Biffy. I I I ran across from the. Uh, I know you like the Starbucks from the west of town rather than mm. the east of town. Branson, this is the worst coffee I've ever tasted. <laughs> I. Do you know what? I don't even think we have... I think one of my things I want to do with this character, Mm. this bigger character who is sort of... is a redemption arc for that character. Yeah. I want that character to realise he's being exploited. Yeah. Okay. So, like, he's he's done... In in our first establishing thing, Mm. he's almost like... He's considered the guy he... His friend's preference... And gone from the gone to the Starbucks in the west of town rather than the east of town. Yeah. To get and he's 
considerate. That's the that is the the the, the like big intimidating. Yeah. Yes, just be, but purely by virtue of size. Yeah. And obviously on the wrong side. Yeah. But considerate. And you I know, want, you know who you're describing that? Who? You're describing Kronk from the Emperor's New Groove. You're damn right. <laughs> You've basically got a Kronk character. <laughs> Patrick Warburton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> voicing this child. <laughs> um and so yeah, I think we we uh, I, I think generally what's going to happen mm. is um Jane Wizix is going to create a uh, uh, another aided by we haven't named Antigic's character. Um well, something like Archimedes. Yeah, it'll have to be like uh Clossopopolis. <laughs> Crossopopolis, yeah. yeah, yeah. Aided by him, are going to create a brand new invention to try and solve a problem each each week. Yeah, and then um, uh, Bifrigizos is going to make it. He's going to steal it and use it for its wrong uh, application yes. to oppress people at the and science then, fair that it, happens every week. <laughs> well, it didn't have to be the science fair. Yeah, yeah. They're just scientifically minded. So, so one t- one time. Um, the kids at the school are really obsessed with jumping bikes. Yeah, and there is uh, they've, they've got to they've got to jump over the lake. Yes, like uh, the uh, Jesus challenges Jane to fly a bike over the lake. Yes, and and she uses uh, Crossopopolis to to build like a, a kind of Da Vinci esque yes like uh, helicopter machine. Yeah, with the corkscrew and all that. Yeah, sort of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and they get across to the end of the lake, and and he uses it. Um, and puts rockets on it and <laughs> just explodes. Yeah, I think, I think we sort of style the Crossopopolis as, as a kind of Da Vinci. That's a really yes. good idea. That's a really yeah, good yeah. pull. Um, and again, there's an episode where that happens. There's an yeah. episode uh, at the science fair with a volcano. Yeah. And I think uh, I think with that, we, um, uh, we, we use another one of Crossopolis's yeah. uh, things where they go back in time to Pompeii. Yeah. Uh, where he is from? Yes, oh. he, he died in Pompeii. Right, that's he. He, he, he was, was about. <laughs> he was about to finish. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, not even that. He was working in his lab in yeah. the center of the volcano in Pompeii. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> when when evil business. Uh, like evil business, ancient Greek, ancient Bezos. Uh, but yeah, basically an ancestor. <laughs> Jeff of, of Bezos. Yes, exactly. Jeff of Bezos <laughs> interfered. Yeah, trying to turn the, the pressure up to maximum. Yeah, and uh, because it's like we're gonna get as many as we can, sort of thing. You know, yeah, like yeah. just comes in at the last minute, tries to get as much money as possible out of it because yeah. it was like turning lead into gold, sort of stuff. You know, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. gonna make so much money out of this. Yeah, and then suddenly the volcano is causing the volcano to explode and taking everyone in Pompeii with them. Yep. Um, and of course now we, uh, we know that um, Jeff of Bezos is helping Biff Jesus. <laughs> Um, That's very confusing. Um, it's his ancient ancestor. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, the yeah, it's, it's his ancient ancestor and is helping them mess with things. Mm. Uh, but like, they're clearly worse at science. But yeah. you know, uh, and so I think we have we have situations where it's like, um, uh, oh, oh. So Jane makes a new makes a game for everyone, mm. right? Makes a video game for everyone. Everyone starts getting obsessed with it. Yeah, and then um, Biff. Um, uh, like hacks into it, yeah. Using the help of uh, the the like, just you know, hacks into it and puts in a load of like microtransaction stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like puts in a load of really exploitative uh, things, turning them all into zombies who only do only oh. play that game. And then like it, it it means that oh sorry we can't play with you. Oh sorry we can't go to band practice or whatever. Yeah. We're busy playing this game on our phones. Yeah. And then like. Uh, she, I think she has to like go into the app, like mm. physically with the uh, with with her like VR stuff. Yeah, and they 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 have a whole thing where like it's not like they they think <laughs> the, it's not a kind of phones bad thing. It's yeah, a phones yeah. uh, when exploited by business a bad thing. And we've got to have a VR thing where it's all three D. Yeah, uh, and it builds oh, yeah. a computer oh, thing. Oh yeah, we get freaking <laughs> what's it called? Um, um, oh, reboot, reboot. We do a That's whole reboot thing yeah, yeah. as well on the side. Oh my god, that would be great fun. Um, I like this show. There we go. 
fantastic I, show. I, I genuinely want to see this show. Yeah, that would uh, be good. I'm really annoyed <laughs> that, that we are we... simply just... Saying it, it. It's one of those ones <laughs> yeah. where it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I've gone and done it again. Yeah. <laughs> good idea. And yet we're we're just leaving it at this podcast and, and probably just not going to do anything. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know if we've, we've quite like made the two meet in the middle between like this ancient the the, the, the <laughs> chaos of the ancient greek yeah. inventor mm. meeting with the science of of modern technology yeah. i wonder if there's some kind of like uh, middle ground we can put there with this episode with the apple with the episode with the you you've done that a lot more in the lake jumping episode yeah um uh and and but then we haven't really involved the messing with it the the misuse of technology by Biff yeah. and stuff um, it's a tough one because I th- I think the thing comes from Crossopolis because of Popopolis doesn't matter um, it's different every time we say it like while uh, Jane's fascinated by the science part of yeah. it Crossopolis yeah. is fascinated by the modern technology yeah, part of right, it right, so right. they work together yeah. uh, to find a good middle ground of ancient uh, ancient science using the modern day techniques maybe maybe the whole thing is that um jane doesn't have the material resources to mm. make these things yes but because can can magic things right yeah so she has to describe what she wants to him <laughs> yes and he goes oh look who's freaking zam and and you know like sort of or, or uh, what's a greek way of saying that uh, <laughs> whatever whatever that is yeah um uh like eureka and, yeah, um, yeah we go that's yeah. what he says uh, uh, and uh, and and suddenly there is his interpretation of what she said yes so to for best results she has to spend days and days and days writing out formula for him to make yes and he'll understand them and he'll do it but if she needs something in a pinch yeah. she just has to hope that he gets it yes and he does not get it at that it's, point we're bringing in the kind of cursed genie wishes that's the monkey's it's inter- interpretation it. is the is the flaw here yes so then we have this like okay I'm gonna need a, I need a machine that can take me over the, uh, over the lake really really quick because I'm in the air and he's yeah, like yeah. okay here you are and then suddenly there's like this weird chunky like yeah I need a helicopter yeah. I, need, I need something that can fly like a helicopter he's like okay and then I, I, the, I don't know what that is but I'll try the Da Vinci thing <laughs> yeah, pops yeah, up yeah yeah. yeah yeah oh wow this is uh... <laughs> I just wanted to flesh yeah. that bit out because it's yeah. like if she describes it really well, she can make it seem modern. But yeah. it's always got these—it's always got columns in it or something. You know, it's just always got these little Greek, ancient Greek vibes to it. Yeah. Um, but like, if she—if she's got a lot of time, she can explain it really well. She can explain the app. She's spent ages with mm. him working. The two of them working together with magic and with and with and with code and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Explaining it, working on it, all that sort of thing, and then. Then, like, it gets corrupted by by Biff. Yeah. Um. And then, so she has to describe to him a way of getting into the into the game, yeah. and that ends up being this like weird odyssey, sort of like you know, sort of a ship that she like has to row into <laughs> into the into the phone screen, sort of thing. Yes. Into, so so yeah. we we get like uh, the ancient Greek aesthetic for stuff yeah. that we know today as like a VR headset. Exactly. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Sweet. Uh, uh, I yeah. like that idea. I like the it's got it's got everything in. It's got time traveling yeah. characters. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. got it's got history lessons in there. Oh, do you know what would be fun? Yeah, if you go into VR, it would be a thread like in Theseus the because yes. code is like a maze and there's a minotaur in there and you're gonna yeah. have to. You're the only way you're gonna find your way back is with this thread. So don't yeah. let it, you know that sort of thing. Yes. Oh <laughs> wow. So yeah, I think I think that's it. The the pilot episode would probably be the uh, the bike one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah and then for sure. We'd move on to it to other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that. I want to see that. Yeah, it's, it's a good uh, good little show. Um, if if you liked it and you want to see it, let us know. Go go on our social media or when we post the episode out. Just go. Well, I really like this. Uh, retweet it, share it, do whatever you want. And more uh, importantly. Tell your friends who are, um, uh, you know, important executives at, you know, Cartoon Network. Yeah. That sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Just just make sure they get to us and say, well, I know you can't produce this, but you can write this. You can be part, you can be this, you can sort of like be the, 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 the creative leads on this, right? And here's yeah. some money. Yes. <laughs> that's what they, that's that, well, the intent is for them to say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but if you did enjoy it, like, um, and and you don't have those sorts of contacts, which I understand, yeah, yeah. we all have our faults. Yeah, we all have our cross to bear. <laughs> yours might be that you don't know any Cartoon Network executives. No, no. Well, your cross to bear instead, then uh, your your kind of responsibility instead, then can be telling your friends mm. or indeed going to patreon.com forward slash life's a bitch podcast that is a place where you can give us a little bit of money each month to help the podcast keep going and just generally you know pay us for doing this thing that takes a lot of work yeah as, as, uh, we are often embarrassed to say it but it does take a lot of work and yeah. um it is it would be nice um it is and it is nice to yeah. have a little bit of uh, which is essentially people saying thanks and also getting access to um, a bunch of stuff. You get something in return. Yeah. You can get bonus pictures. You can get a vote on the genre. Yeah. You get um, movie commentaries and essentially a direct line to us mm. to, 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 you know, have creative input in yeah. the podcast. So um, thank you to all of our patrons and we do read their name out each and every month. So yeah. to that end, we've got Brandon Spanky Mills, Ross Originals helping 400 young adult dragons with college applications. Mixbisk, it seems that we're able to follow the team's actions in the past through what the boffins are calling podcast echoes. Jeremy L. Kayan, Stephen D. Thomas, Orcs think the colour of a machine affects its speed. Morons! Eldar Death Squad for life! For death! Fingers to hand! Trime Prime Strime, the Timulator seems to have sent the name jobbling haywire. Everything's turning into time. James Delaney, Brains D. Time Kayan, the Tusk Hip Boom, why don't we just leave it alone? Brent Black. Honestly, the discography of just a ghostly voice saying 400 over and over is a bop. Things are getting bad. Almost all things have palled. We might need to call on somebody else. Frankly, this name thing is getting silly. We need more normal names like Joseph Hegarty. Stay down, Pemphis Jr. Episode 400 isn't ready yet. Tom, can you scratch my back and bark like a dog? I'm not carrying on until you do. Me pantis. My pants. Gone. Reduced to atoms. We almost have a complete Bisque Avengers team, but assembling it took so many years that we've forgotten our mission statement. Alex NSFW, bit of a good news, bad news situation. Harvesting Carl's bone marrow didn't help solve injumbulation, but it is lovely on a thick slice of brie. I had to make a second Patreon account just to participate in this stupid ARG. Bye, Felix, you've done it, Davey. Now we're logged onto the podcast mainframe, we can send warnings to the pre-400 era. Matt complained that this was getting incoherent. I don't know what he could possibly mean. Matt, I got us on SoundCloud, but at this point in time, Spotify hasn't become mainstream as a platform for podcasts. I do have a pretty good feeling about iTunes, though. Captain Eden, the queer buccaneer. Something, something, time, bisque, Eldar, murder troop. Tom, SoundCloud is never going to last. Get us on iTunes immediately. That platform is as immortal as Steve Jobs, who is currently alive in this time stream. So that's all of our all of our patrons there. Mm -hmm. And if you want to find the podcast, you know where to get it. It's on on all the all your apps and things, as well as you know your Spotify's and all that kind of thing. But also at SoundCloud.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. Um, so we end the show as we always do with the Yes Very Clever Award. Uh, this is the award we go out to someone who's given us a title based around an existing title and just had a bit of fun with it. Uh, Ross Originals has won this twice this week. Wow. So not only did they get the uh, the main pitch this week, but they've also got two titles worthy of this award. Hey. Uh, both, both doing the same thing with the same title. Um, so we've got Post-Human Pat... <laughs> Good. And post-apocalypse man Pat. <laughs> I like it. So until next week, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it. <laughs> <laughs>